This episode of the Media Leader Podcast was edited by our production partner, Trisonic. For a full range of audio, media buying, and creative services, including podcast production, check out trisonic.co.uk. It can be said that if traditional social media is people you know really well talking about things that you may not care that much about, then community is people that maybe you don't know or you don't know uh, talking about things you care deeply about. Hello and welcome to the Media Leader Podcast. I'm Jack Benjamin. Like other social media companies, Reddit has made big changes over the past few years as it seeks to become a more attractive digital platform for advertisers. These include a new user interface a few years back, changes to its API last summer, and a broader focus on sharing video content, even if a subset of its users has at times expressed distaste or skepticism for those changes. Much like TikTok or Pinterest, Reddit is billing itself as the place for communities to form online. The old saying goes that there is pretty much a subreddit for anything you could imagine, be it from the Premier League to celebrity gossip to global news. That also includes unseemly topics, though, through which Reddit tackles in a unique way through volunteer community moderation. Reddit says it can offer a big opportunity for brands looking to reach audiences in authentic ways that are often hard to find elsewhere. People like gamers and tech enthusiasts, for example, go to the platform for news, product recommendations, and crowdsource knowledge. I sat down with Paul Peterman, Reddit's Senior Managing Director, LCS North America, to discuss the future of the platform, its usefulness to advertisers attempting to reach communities like gamers, and whether changes made to please advertisers risk alienating its existing user base. This is that conversation. I hope you enjoy. Paul, welcome to the show, and thanks for being here all the way from the West Coast in the U.S. Yeah, thanks, Jack. Thanks for having me. Before I ask about all that's going on at Reddit, I want to get to know you a little bit better. You've been at Reddit for nearly four years now, and before that, I know you held positions at Facebook back when it was still Facebook, the New York Times Digital when it owned About.com. And I have to make mention of this as a fan of the NBA. Uh, you started you started your career working in media with the Seattle Supersonics, um, a franchise <laughs> which right. tragically does not exist anymore. So tell me, what got you interested in media and why did you make the move into social media and eventually Reddit? Yeah, as far as the Sonics go, we're still hopeful. We never give up hope here. They better bring uh, it back. In, in Seattle. Um, yeah, I think, you know, to me, I think it really at the core of, I think, to the earlier parts of my career, the thing that really interested me was just the the science of consumption, like what drives somebody to choose a platform or a media outlet and uh, what, what drives their decisions in terms of where they spend their time each day. So I've really spent probably, I would say, if you define like the moves I've made in my career and the places I spend my time, it's really... And I'm just trying to stay ahead of the trends of where consumers are going, where the industry is going. And then the thing that is probably the most joy of my career is, is helping some of the world's most valuable companies navigate this and understand how to um, how to build these trends and shifts into their marketing strategies so that they can have a, a essentially a, a, an advantage in the marketplace. And you were just at CES in Las Vegas. Um, yeah. Curious how that went, what your impressions of the conference were, and what, what you guys were there to talk about. I think it was it was a really exciting year at CES. It's always a bit of a daunting idea uh, that you're going to start your year uh, going to Las Vegas for a week. And I think everybody kind of laments that a little bit. But once you get there, it becomes a couple of things. You know, for me, of working in the tech space for so long, it's, it's a time to see so many um brilliant friends and people I've worked with in the past and uh, partners as well and, and get a chance to learn from them. 
I think that the couple of things stood out for me at CES and may not surprise you that AI was a very popular conversation and term and topic. I saw an AI vacuum cleaner. I saw <laughs> you, you name a product, there's AI infused into it. Uh, but I, I think overall for, for the industry is really trying to understand like how, what are the practical ways that we can start to integrate AI into the way that we work, into the way that we market. Uh, and then another thing that was really top of mind for a lot of marketers at CES was just this, the continued uh, discussion around signal loss and and with uh, Google talking about the steps that they're taking into a cookie-less future and how we look for, how we deliver against our marketing objectives uh, in, in the face of that. We, we talk a lot about that at Reddit because of the way that we target you know, we're really well positioned and with our signal resilience. So those were a lot of the discussions that we were having at CES. Yeah, it sounds really fascinating. I know, yeah, the cookie list future is something that we've already talked about a lot this year and something that basically everyone that has a stake in, in digital media marketing cares a great deal about. So uh, yeah. definitely interesting to, to hear that perspective. Um, I want to ask you a few questions about Reddit in particular. Um, I've been using Reddit for a number of years, as uh, you know from from us talking previously. Yeah, and, um, appreciate that. <laughs> well, I'm still on the on the old Reddit, and I'll, I will ask questions about that as well going forward. But first of all, I, I kind of want to ask you a broad question. Would you say that Reddit would describe itself wholeheartedly as a sort of social media? Because sometimes it, I feel like I get that old school forum experience on it more than I than, than say like Instagram. And I, I say that as, as a positive, as a, from a consumer standpoint, but I'm curious because I, I I'm going to ask you some questions comparing yourself perhaps to, to other social media companies. Yeah. Where does Reddit sort of see itself compared to those? Yeah, I think that it's, you know, while there, there are some similarities with social media and that Reddit has user generated content. I mean, that's kind of, kind of an obvious similarity. Uh, there are some stark differences. Uh, it starts with users and then it creates opportunities for marketers. So to answer your question specifically, uh, I think we see it more as a, a community of communities. Uh, it's really a community-based platform than, than social media. And uh, there are a lot of big differences between those in terms of uh, the way that users use the platform, the anonymity on the platform, and what users really use the platform for, which is not just connecting around things that they care deeply about and really giving advice and recommendations and help pe helping people make decisions. So uh, it's more focused on that. Mm. How would you describe the audience of those communities? I mean, I think a lot of times people think of Reddit and the general stereotype they might have in their head is that it tends to be skewed more towards young men who often actually express very cynical outlooks about the world and life. And maybe that's just my personal experience after a few years on the platform <laughs> and being a cynical young man myself. Um, how, would you say that's a fair assessment or how, how would you describe it? Because there's so many different types of subreddits and communities that you can access via the site. What would you what do you tell the advertisers when you are telling them about your audience? Yeah, I think that. You know, we, we, what we see is there's really a community and communities on Reddit for everyone, whether it's, um, you know, we, we've talked we've talked at length about uh, some of our gaming communities or technology communities. And some people that started out on Reddit 12, 13 years ago, that's maybe their first entree into Reddit. But truthfully, we see like huge, massive growth in communities around all kinds of topics, like people uh, talking about cars and beauty and health. Uh, those are massive categories for us, financial services, you know, so yes, technology and gaming are front and center, 
But you know, the other thing that we see is that the audience, the majority of the audience on Reddit is, is 18 to 34. It's a younger audience who is really gravitating towards a, a more positive experience online, an experience where they can actually converse with folks and they don't have to worry about a persona that maybe they're trying to put out there is just about the content and about talking about things that they really care about. So what that tends to do is is create a lot of trust and authenticity. And that's the thing that's really unique. It honestly, I, I thought I knew that story. And I, it probably took me about six months being here realizing this is completely different. And the opportunity for marketers on the platform as a result is like, it's really incredible uh, but for people, what an amazing opportunity to have a platform where really their voice is just as equal as everyone else's. And and it's something where they can feel really positive about the time that they spend there. Mm. You, you mentioned gaming communities in particular. And I think that's probably why I joined all the way back in the day. I used to circulate around uh, gaming forums. And yeah. I think they basically got replaced in my digital content consumption and community interaction by Reddit, essentially. Uh, and that's probably why I came over in the first place. In prior conversations that I've had with advertisers, I know they struggled or appeared nervous about reaching gaming audiences, even if it is a major untapped opportunity for them, just because of a perceived hostility from that audience toward advertising or brands. You have to really do it right is kind of the message that I think has been given to them, and they get a bit nervous about that. So how do you advise clients, especially trying to reach those harder-to-reach gaming audiences that are huge on your platform? How delicate do they have to be? You know, there's never been a better time to be a gamer or a marketer. I think we're in this golden age of gaming and it's, uh, you know, I would say like people that consider themselves hardcore gamers, that category is still going strong. But, you know, the rise of casual and hyper casual gamers and the amount of content, amount of games that they can play out there is, is really ushered in a new era. So first thing I would say is it's a really exciting time in that space. Um Second thing I would say is it is a, games are supposed to be fun. <laughs> and I think that, you know, they're the gaming, you have to really think about the gamer experience. Like there's exciting things. There can be frustrating things that happen in games. And for advertisers, the transparent communication with their audiences, being in a, in a mindset where you want to be open an audience and that really helps you build trust. And inevitably it helps you bring, build loyalty as well. And I think that can all be achieved on the platform, like a platform like Reddit. Yes, about advertisers. We did a survey recently and 80% of gamers on Reddit say they discover brands and products through paid media. Mm -hmm. They are absolutely this. The idea that certain audiences online wouldn't be open to advertising just doesn't really track with how the internet works. We see is that people that put the right message in front of in front of the right people see really outsized results on our platform. Uh, but ultimately, context is king here. And you want to be able to get into conversations and, and engage with folks. Yeah, I think one example of a company that did a great job with that not too long ago was Bungie. I'll share that example. They were came to Reddit to excite and engage and drive pre-orders and purchases for their Destiny uh, Bungie 30th anniversary pack. And they had a multifaceted marketing campaign with big takeover ads and they drove purchase with promoted posts that got three times higher return on ad spend, much lower CPA compared to other platforms. And they even sustained some hype on the platform by 
creating custom avatar collectibles for other Redditors to download and to have. Mm. So like there, there's all kinds of ways to go out on the platform, but Redditors just appreciate when brands take the time and participate on the platform. We see sentiment, we see conversation, we see everything shoot up about those brands. Mm-hmm. There are definitely some unique parts to Reddit. You mentioned the the, the avatars that they can perhaps uh, sell their branded opportunities there. But for from a user perspective, I always come back to the "ask me anything" type of stuff, uh-huh. which is super, which is fun because it offers that. It feels typically, if it's done really well, an authentic way to talk to someone that's producing products that you enjoy, whether that's entertainment or journalists. Increasingly, I've noticed the Washington Post has done a number of AMAs on places like news or politics. When do you encourage clients to seek out those opportunities as opposed to, I suppose, a more standard advertising campaign uh, across your site, which could include everything from banners to other ad placements that are a bit less unique to the platform? I think that in an AMA, the Ask Me Anything is a really uniquely Reddit format. And as we have uh, evolved our advertising offerings over the over my time here, as we continue to have a really exciting roadmap ahead. The the AMA has a really important place because it's something that you can do on Reddit that really doesn't work as well or the same anywhere else uh, on on the internet. So to me, at the core, the AMA, the Ask Me Anything, it's all about trust and if you're thinking about what you want to build, why you want to do that uh, as a marketer, it's all about trust, authenticity, leadership, and I like to say a little bit of fun sprinkled on top. And sometimes you see some of the AMAs that get the most noise are, I know Keanu Reeves did one that was a, a massive, massive hit and smash earlier this year. But what we've seen is a lot of marketers really taking a, maybe a different approach than, than people think about when they think about a big name celebrity or spokesperson. That's not the, what we recommend at all in terms of the way you execute. So I'll use an example of a category that we've seen some really incredible AMAs over the past three months. And that's in the AI space because Redditors love AI. Redditors come to AI to understand what the heck is going on. AI feels scary and hard to grasp for some people. But the best companies are using AMAs to demystify AI and actually sometimes understand what to build next. Google, for example, had a product manager on the BARD team who came in and did an AMA that was specifically around what's on your 2024 wish list. Mm. What an amazing way to crowdsource and to have a conversation about the current capabilities, because a lot of things people are asking for, they could already do, and what to do in the future. They Salesforce brought their team responsible for building trusted AI at Salesforce and did a big initiative on that. Uh, IBM, their chief privacy and trust officer. So these aren't the CEOs of the company. These are the people every day in, in, and that's that are building the future. That's what Redditors are interested in. In the gaming space, when we see people bring their actual game developers into the conversations, that's what people want uh, more so than like a, a curated PR type of uh, experience. Mm, mm. I well, as a consumer, I, I certainly agree. I think it's a it, it, it the more authentic you can be, and I think a lot of younger people feel the same way. The better, often. Um, and, and that brings me to another question, which is influencers and creators are huge across all social media. And I'm curious how Reddit is handling relationships with those types of people, especially because it's a little bit of a unique platform, given that most people prefer to stay anonymous on Reddit. Yeah. Um, so obviously with an, with an influencer or creator, they're not going to be anonymous. They're meant to you know be whatever their persona is or 
ideally it's an authentic persona, but still some, somewhat of a persona. How do you manage those relationships? Yeah, I think that we have a very different perspective because we have a really unique platform. And as we think about it at Reddit, we're not actually focused on individual influencers because community is the influencer mm. on Reddit. The I, I think we've seen this it we've seen this shift online on other platforms where they're really focused on influencers. We're really focused on the fact that every second <laughs> there are two request to request for recommendations made on Reddit. And each of those get 19 custom responses. So the amount of influences happening on the platform, it may not come from Keanu Reeves. It might, I don't know. We don't know who the, who the user is, but there, there's like this massive power, this massive decision-making recommendation engine that is happening on Reddit. It's just very different than it might play out on some other platforms. And I actually think this is more sustainable because of the trust and authenticity that comes with it. And we definitely see that from our users when in the way the trust that they put in Reddit and the recommendations and the information that they get there. Because ultimately, that's what an influencer is trying to get you to do is to, to make a decision or to buy something. But I think that we're in a, a, a place now where no one's being paid to do this on Reddit. Mm. I think the inconvenient truth for a lot of marketers is that we see so many studies and almost every study I saw last year suggests that the trust in social influencers is declining across the board. And that makes perfect sense, right? Because five years ago, that may be a new tactic. And even though we see from eMarketer that more and more money is being spent in that area, it's become fairly oversaturated. I know a lot of time that I spend on traditional social platforms, there's always somebody trying to sell me something as I scroll. So users are smart. They know that. So as that trust wanes and declines and becomes just commonplace, they're looking for places where the opinions aren't bought and sold. And that's where communities are actually having in a community in a place like Reddit is having an incredible influence. Paul, you mentioned AI earlier, and I'm curious, obviously, this is a huge topic of conversation for people on Reddit, outside of Reddit. We just had a podcast earlier today that we recorded, and we talked about AI probably for about half an hour. I'm curious where you see the conversation going around that topic on your site. You mentioned that there's opportunities for AI developers that have had AMAs on the platform. How do those relationships work? And I suppose, where do you see the conversation going? Yeah, I think that uh, people again, people really are looking for sources of truth around AI, and they're also trying to see, hey, what does that, what does this mean for me? What does it mean for my future? The old adage goes like, AR, AI is not going to replace people. People who you know how to use AI are going to replace people. Mm. There, there are some really massive and important communities on AI that exist on Reddit. R, R slash artificial intelligence, R slash artificial, and then there's a whole slew of more niche communities that are focused on specific parts of AI. So, I would say there's two parts of this answer. The first one is that Reddit is front and center with people uh, who are building the future of AI and are trying to understand the future of AI. For marketers, talking through, through as we've talked about marketing, it just creates an opportunity for thought leadership. And it creates like a, a kind of a starting point for Reddit is becoming the starting point for all these major tech companies and, and other companies who want to tell an AI story and want to get out ahead as a leader in the space. So that's number one. I think the second thing is like how we think about AI. We have 
as you talked about, like a, a massive platform with billions of, of pieces of content. And so what we're focused on is how we build the future of contextual advertising, mm-hmm. especially in a world where, where signals and signal loss is a big conversation. We have a, a huge open archive of human experiences, over 16 billion posts and comments. So these conversations enable advertisers to meet their customers in the right moment. And what we're focused on is using AI and, and, and solutions to be able to improve our targeting, continue to build for the future so that so that you know, basically people can harness the power of the platform in a really, a really turnkey way. Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, AI is probably the biggest thing that that's changing perhaps across all media and across society has there's opportunity for huge effects on obviously not the only person that has said something like that over the past year. But I will say things in general appear to be changing at Reddit as well. I mean, you guys have a new logo for one. Which <laughs> it, which is a, this new this new has thumbs now. Yeah, so that's pretty. That is a big change. Reddit also got a lot of press over the past year for changes it made to its API, which for third party apps like Apollo or Bacon Reader, I think is another one. They mostly can't they couldn't work with that and so have gone away. Reddit, of course, has its own app as well. Um, Reddit redid its user interface. I mentioned I still use old.reddit.com. I'm probably one of the very few people that still uses that, but most people just, when you go to reddit.com, it looks a little bit perhaps more user-friendly, more like other social media websites. So lots of changes have happened over, let's say, three, four years since you joined. I'm curious, and correct me if I'm off base, but to me, the, the changes seem to be helpful to Reddit as it looks to have conversations with advertisers and third-party apps don't necessarily allow for as much ad delivery. Same thing, new Reddit has, I'm sure, different formats that I probably don't see as much on, on old Reddit. The question I suppose that I'm looking to ask is there, there was a big swell up that has since died down of people in the Reddit community being upset about some of these changes. I'm just curious, do you think that Reddit's sort of embrace of the ad industry risks alienating any of those users or are you feeling really comfortable with your relationships both with consumers and with advertisers right now? Yeah, I think it's a good question. Ultimately, any changes that we make with the platform are really designed to serve the community and having the best Reddit experience. You've seen our, just like you have of every major uh, app and platform, you've seen our user experience and our UI really evolve over the past few years. And the more we can make it easy for Redditors to find communities that they that, that maybe they're not using today, but could be really valuable to them, important to them, the more we can make the app really easy to, to use and to understand. Like That's something I think that's really interesting is that Reddit app, we're kind of category one, the Reddit app absolutely has evolved but the way that Reddit works hasn't really, hasn't changed dramatically. We still have communities. Everything is voted and upvoted by the community. There are human moderators of these communities. So I think that the, the impact for some folks that were using some of the third party apps that don't exist anymore, th- there is some impact and maybe some transition to, to use the core Reddit app, but making sure that we have an app that's also access- accessible to everybody, that's really important in the technology industry. And we can only do that if we're building the solutions ourselves. Yeah, I, I think that ultimately that it, it's to, it, does it make it easier for advertisers to reach the audience? I think that's a secondary goal when we think about how we engage and how we build for the community. Mm. 
something that whenever I've talked about uh, Reddit with people I know that work at media agencies or brands, they've uh, expressed concern as they do about all social media about content moderation. Now, I know that you're not the content moderation guy at Reddit. Feel free to, to answer it not from that perspective. But for most subreddits, for people that don't know, moderators are independently picked and chosen and and. So content moderation is not necessarily done by the admin team, although the admin team can step in and correct me if I'm wrong on this for particularly egregious things that go wrong on certain subreddits, let's say. I'm just curious how much when you talk with clients, does content moderation come up as a topic of concern? And what are you guys doing to to the extent of your own knowledge to make sure yeah. that those relationships are not sullied by concerns around around moderation, basically. I would say in the past few years, to be quite honest, it really hasn't come up very much. And some of it is because I, I think once people understand how the platform works, it's 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 a it's a really strong program that we have in terms of content moderation and in terms of the the balance we have between both tools and systems and teams and people. The human aspect of Reddit is pretty unique. Our, our, when we start here, we think about the fact that you know, our mission is to bring community, belonging, empowerment to the world. Our unique layered moderation system uses tools and systems and then people to ensure that we have healthy and robust discussions and let them thrive on our platform. And we, of course, have foundational site-wide policies. Uh, so the, the hard thing about having policies and having really strong policies, no hate speech and things like that, is now you have to go and you need to be able to enforce those policies. So I would say that Reddit has probably the strongest system in place that I've seen uh, in any place that, that I've worked. And then in t- on top of this, on top of the site-wide policies and things that we put into place, each Reddit community is shaped by specific community rules set by our volunteer moderators. So there's a huge differentiator. These community moderators enforce community-specific rules in addition to our site-wide policies. Mm. Um, and, and then the last piece of this. So we have basically, we have site-wide policies and content moderation. We have community moderators that even, so in an individual community, whether it's a community about smartphones or AI or or skincare, those communities have their own moderators and their own rules within the community. But the thing that's really the most interesting and, and what you when you talk to marketers who use the platform a lot, this is where they they really feel like Reddit stands out is that the community itself actually does a lot of self-moderation in a in a positive way that doesn't really happen anywhere else online. The information on Reddit is curated by upvotes and downvotes of our users. And this makes sure that offensive or off-topic content is pushed down while quality content rises up. While our work's never done in this area, those are the three ways that we think about it. And it's, again, completely different than a typical social or legacy social platform in the way we approach it. Speaking of legacy social platform, yeah, you, you worked at Facebook for, for a number of years. Uh, so you have a, a, a broader sense of how social media works than, say, someone who just has only worked at Reddit or just has only worked at Facebook, et cetera, because you've seen different angles of it. I'm curious, given that perspective, how you would describe the state of social media more broadly not just Reddit, not just Facebook, but, yeah, but, yeah. but how things are. We I mean, don't have to get necessarily get into anything to do with the guy that owns the the place formerly known as Twitter. But 
there's been a lot of criticism of social media, especially in the past year, year plus, frankly. And we're heading into an election year where social media is going to play a really important role in all of our lives. So I, I suppose I'm just curious how you would basically how you would describe the state of play among all of the different social media platforms. Is it has it become a more positive space or something a bit darker in your view? Yeah, I think I've, I've been, as we talked about, I've been working digital for a few decades and social since close to its onset. And I do think that there is a transition right now in, in terms of what's happening with some legacy social platforms. What the space that we're in and the community space is, is a complete alternative. And when I think about this in general, in broad, I think of it as a bit of a shift that's happening out there from what I like to think of as from me to we, from in, in the we being interspace communities where people come to for advice and recommendations. And can be said that if traditional social media is people really well talking about things that you may not care that much about, then community is people that maybe you don't know or you don't know talking about things you care deeply about. So that to me is like a big transition that we're seeing out there. And I think it's a it's a flight toward trust and authenticity. Mm. And that's big the big shift that I see. I think it's part of the reason why a platform like Reddit, to be honest, has continued to show relevance and continues, has never slowed down uh, in terms of like its relevance. And now with younger audiences, it has, has continues to, to grow at, 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 in, in a great way. In terms of the rest of the social space, like there, there's natural transitions that users make. And I, I do think that we're, we're just seeing a part of that now, that kind of that, that shift for intentionality for how you feel and what you use the platform for is maybe a little bit different than 10 years ago when there were only a couple options. Thanks so much, Paul. It's a really interesting answer. And we will unfortunately have to leave it there because you have to start your workday and I have to end my workday. Thanks so much. I like for yours better. Me. I do. I like yours. <laughs> Why don't you, if you move to London, you would be done. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Paul, thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate you calling in and a pleasure really to talk to you as always. Absolutely. Thanks, Jack. Thank you for listening to the Media Leader Podcast. This episode was edited by our production partners, Trisonic. You can find and listen to all our episodes on our website at themedialeader.co.uk or wherever you get your podcasts. But just remember, please do subscribe to be notified when we release our next episode. From all of us at The Media Leader, I'm editor Omar Oaks. Our executive producer is Jack Benjamin. See you next time. <laughs>